Hey everyone, it's Punky here. Um, I just wanted to give you a, a quick warning, I guess, or a little preface here um, before this episode. Um, if you're downloading this episode, you can see that it's a little bit longer than uh, the other episodes that I've recorded. Um, and there's a reason for that. And if you take the time to listen, you'll understand why. Um, so originally, Matt and I had planned on... Um, doing something different than what we had done yesterday. Uh, we were going to talk about a different topic and somebody had actually commented on a previous uh, podcast and asked if we would cover the, you know, upcoming cyber attack. And Matt knows a little thing or two about cyber warfare. And um, so uh, I, I talked to him about it and he said, yeah, let's do it. And so he and I both spent, um, a good part of the day on Friday, just kind of researching and, and some of the, the day on Saturday, um, you know, uh, different things to go into that topic, you know. So um, with that being said, we started the podcast yesterday. And um, now, mind you, doing casting lots, I, I explained in the first episode that Casting lots means, you know, when, when two people come to an agreement, you know, you cast lots, you find common ground. And that's truly what um, I had envisioned for this particular podcast. Um, I've got Unschooling Scholars, which that focuses primarily on homeschooling, you know, different things that we do in homeschooling. So that may include gardening and, you know, different things like that. Um, but that's, you know, just primarily homeschooling. Now, casting lots, I had envisioned... Um, just talking about different things such as conspiracy theories and current events, you know, different things like that. And I'm a researcher. I love to research things and, you know, just find different uh, interesting things to talk about. That's, you know, uh, just more of a fun kind of podcast for Matt and I to hang out. Um, and so there was really no particular topic that I had truly envisioned forecasting lots. You know, it wasn't just something specific. Um, and so yesterday, like I said, somebody had asked if we would cover the, the cyber attack and, um, you know, what they're, they're planning. And so we ran with that. And then there were several other things that I was going to talk about that kind of tie into all of that. And so um, I'd say about, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes into the podcast, which for those that don't know, um, I do live podcasts through Podbean. And when I finish the live podcast, then I just upload it. And, you know, there's various other platforms that they're uploaded to. There's Apple Podcast and Amazon Podcast and Spotify. Um, so some of you may be listening from those platforms. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when I do the, the live podcast on Podbean, there's also a live chat there. So what had happened was, like I said, about 20 minutes in, um, you know, I'm paying attention to the chat and somebody... Um, it just seemed a little agitated uh, with what we were discussing. And so I'm trying to answer some of the questions from the live chat. And so we're kind of going back and forth. And so I had encouraged this individual to call in because I really wasn't understanding what he was trying to say. And he was, you know, talking in all caps, which again, just led me to believe that he was just agitated. And I don't want anybody to listen to my podcast and be upset. That's not the reason for this. You know, I truly do, um, look for different topics and whatever God puts on my heart. And you know, listening to my podcast, I pray before every episode and I ask the Lord to be with me and, and all of those that are listening. 
Um, and, and just for me to be able to, to speak about whatever God puts on my heart. I'm his messenger. That's what this is all about. And so um, this particular individual called in, and you're going to hear that um, about halfway through the podcast. It's just a conversation between him and myself. And um, it, I just wasn't really, I don't think we were on the same page. And again, casting lots means, you know, finding that common ground. And that's what I was trying to do with this individual, because this individual and myself, we, you know, we talk in different podcasts. We're part of the Bards Nation family. And, you know, I have no ill feelings towards him. I never will. You know, it, it all it started out a little rocky and there were people in the live chat that were sticking up for me. And for those of you that were, I love you so much. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for always having my back and supporting me. That means more to me than anything. And you know, I'm still new to podcasting. There are so many different things that have happened since I started this, you know, technology wise and um, just a lot of weird things. Like yesterday when we started the podcast, we've got fiber internet, which is, you know, top notch, excellent. And for whatever reason, when we started it, it kept saying low bandwidth, like it was going to cut us off. And I told Matt, I'm like, we're being spiritually attacked here. And that's kind of how I felt what was happening during my podcast. And so um, you're going to hear the conversation, you know. So just before warned, we went completely off topic, but God led this podcast. Again, I'm just his messenger. So God wanted this to happen for whatever reason, this message to get out. And there were lessons that were learned yesterday, not just by myself, but I'm sure other people as well. Um, and, you know, it's really hard when you're doing a live podcast because you're trying to keep up with the chat and you're trying to stay on topic and so sometimes we get lost on that so please forgive me for not always answering your questions or you know kind of going off topic you know this particular podcast my casting lots podcast again it's going to be filled with all different things we may research one specific thing and talk about this you know federal case or something like that or we just may talk about current events and that's kind of what yesterday's show was intended to be because the, the cyber attacks the WEF had talked about, you know, the upcoming cyber attacks we're going to have in a couple of years. So um, just with that in mind, ju just keep that in mind going forward as you're listening to this podcast. And again, you know, this is all new. And, and I'm here just to, you know, this is a fun show. I don't want there to be, you know, any ill feelings or, you know, uh, I don't want anybody leaving mad. I just always, me, I'm the type of person, he, God created me with this big heart and I truly love everybody I don't care your political beliefs I don't care your religious beliefs none of that matters to me you know I will love you regardless of what you think and so um again there are people that listen you know I I can see where people are downloading my podcast from and there are people from you know different parts of the world that are listening and if you happen to be one of those thank you so much for your support um I would love to know how you found me, so just send me an email or a message. You know, uh, it's the Casting Lots Podcast at gmail.com, and I would love to hear from you. And if you ever want to be a guest on my show, please send me a message, send me an email. This is the Casting Lots Podcast, and you're listening to Casting Lots. We will not comply. With the institution's sick illusion, oh, it won't be televised. 
allowing us to gather tonight. Um, we just ask that you be with us, Lord, and that uh, whatever message you have for us to share, that it will fall on those that need to hear it. Um, we pray that the eyes and ears of those who need to be awakened, that they'll open their eyes and their ears and hear your message tonight, Lord. Um, be with us all, and we just pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so um, as we get started, I've got a video that I'm going to play here. It's about five minutes long. This is kind of just a preface um, about what what started this whole thing. Matt, do you want to kind of talk a little bit about that, this cyber uh, warfare? It, it, it's it's about uh, Stuxnet that occurred in around 2000. What is that? 2010. Stuxnet. Stuxnet. Yeah. S-T-U-X-N-E-T, Stuxnet. Yep. Okay, and what, what is that? Uh, it was a very complicated instance where cyber warfare was uh, uh, conducted on a massive scale. So we'll go ahead and play this video real quick. And like I said, it's about five minutes long, so. Massive either. It was incredibly precise, laying dormant in computers across the globe and only weaponizing its devious payload when connecting to Siemens Step 7 software linked to a PLC running exactly 164 centrifuges. Such size signaled that this was a weapon designed across years, while such clinical precision signaled the code was crafted with potential future lawsuits in mind. In short, just in the worm's design, Experts the world over concluded it had to be crafted by a major world power or multiple with the time and resources to approach such an unprecedented undertaking, and it had to be a world power or multiple that wasn't so friendly with Iran. Hey, it's me, your skin. I crave being done with acne, but treating leaves me red, flaky. And it had to be a world power or multiple that wasn't so friendly with Iran. Information in the actual code and geopolitical context aren't our only clues as to who is behind this, though. Cybersecurity experts have conducted countless interviews on background and poured over troves of leaked documents since the worm appeared. 
What they found was that the development of Stuxnet was described as a third option that existed somewhere between doing nothing to slow Iran's nuclear advance and launching airstrikes to destroy the enrichment facilities. As an alternative was how the weapon was first presented to President Bush, then to Israeli officials, and eventually to President Obama, all of whom supported its implementation. What the journalists revealed was that the US and Israel had ushered the world into a new era of state-led cyber offensive that wreaked physical destruction. Before this point, nation states, the US through the NSA and Israel through its unit 8200, used cyber divisions to defend and surveil. Now they were going on the offensive. By crossing the Rubicon, though, and getting caught, the actions of the US and Israel have opened Pandora's box. Though Iran denied involvement, in 2013, major American banks were hit with a concerted attack. American intelligence identified it as retaliation by Iran and a worrying lesson as to how quickly the rival's cyber capabilities were expanding. Holding up American banks in 2013, however, only marked the beginning. Since the US unleashed Stuxnet, other nation states have worked to close the cyber weapon gap, many of which the US has, at best, a tenuous relationship with. North Korea, largely through its state-backed hacker organization, the Lazarus Group, was able to infiltrate Sony Pictures in 2014, then in 2017, the country's WannaCry ransomware forced the UK's National Health Service to work off pen and paper. Every year, China's Cyber Warfare Division grows stronger from the talent scouted and zero days identified at the Tianfu Cup, where competitive hackers turn to Google, Microsoft, and Apple software. In 2017, Russian cyber attacks brought Ukrainian banks, utilities, and government agencies to their knees. In 2021, ransomware software locked up the US's colonial pipeline. Increasing the speed at which the rest of the world catches up to the US is the fact that American weapons are spreading. The United States has long been considered a leader, if not the leader, in cyber warfare, but a 2017 leak by a hacker group known as the Shadow Brokers unleashed the American NSA's hacking tools for the entire world to use. Today, experts have reached a concerning consensus. The capability for catastrophic cyber warfare exists more acutely now than at any point before, changing the very landscape for current and future conflicts. Traditional weapons have consequences for the aggressors. If Russia were to deploy a nuclear weapon, mutually assured destruction would dictate a swift response by the target nation. Cyber weapons are different. It took years for major media organizations to start pointing towards the US and Israel as the forces behind Stuxnet. And much of the proof came from tacit acknowledgement by the American and Israeli government officials themselves. When the stakes get raised, so will the secrecy. Cyber warfare has the potential for destruction without consequences. In this new battlefield, there are no rules of engagement, there are no Geneva Conventions, there are simply cutting-edge aggressors and vulnerable targets who have not yet realized the doors they've left open. Experts believe... So that right there, um, I don't know if you were paying attention, but, you know, the United States is the leading... Uh, Aggressor. Aggressor cyber. in the cyber warfare, right? So, um, you know, we've been seeing things like airlines being hacked and people talking about their banks being hacked. And, you know, I remember, uh, what was it, Cloudfare? Yeah. All that happened. You know, I kind of feel that we've been in a cyber warfare for a long time. They're just not telling us. 
And I think that, um, you know, just like with COVID, they, they had talked about, um, you know, what was it in October, uh, right before COVID, they had done that fake pandemic, the event 201. And, you know, they're like, oh, what would the world do if we were to have, you know, like a, a viral, uh, an attack on the world? And then right after that, it happened. And the same thing is happening, I believe, with, you know, the WEF is predicting a catastrophic global cyber attack. There was just an article that I was reading earlier, um, and it says the WEF is predicting catastrophic global cyber attacks. There's a video right here. Let's see. Can I get it to play? I don't know if it's going to play. But basically, they're talking about, you know, what's going to happen. Um, there's going to be a global, you know, cyber attack and and everybody's going to feel it. And I believe that that's all um, planned, you know. I mean, it's obvious. They're, they're telling us what they're going to do. Um, and it says geopolitical instability raises threat of catastrophic cyber attack in the next two years. So, you know, what does that mean for us? Cybersecurity is increasingly influencing how and where businesses invest with half reevaluating the countries they do business in. Yep. You know, I think the United States, Scott, mm, constantly mm. talks about, you know, the petrodollar and, you know, the U.S. dollar and, and how that's all going to change. And um, I, I think we are already in a global warfare. Would you agree? I mean... If you look at the information, because like when you start talking about IP addresses and stuff and uh, and looking at a global picture and trying to understand that, you know, certain countries have a certain origin, like an address and just watching the traffic between these, these two countries. So maybe you'll see like a, a 10 for the United States on the outside and then like Iran might have like a 15 and you just watch traffic back and forth between 10 and 15 Constantly, you're seeing uh, normal traffic. But well, then, you work in cybersecurity, but but then you start seeing a, a lot of influx. So typically, what you would see is back in the day before encryption came about, as far as uh, communication devices talking, how they they talked, it was just open transmission. There was no encryption there, and then that was like the uh, Midian, like grab the. Uh, Grab the uh, the middleman, you know. Grab the information there, and never touch the end devices. Now it's completely different. Like now so. it's uh, the well, it's ransomware. What you saw right there, like Stuxnet, it's very complicated instances, and they they vary continuously. Well, when you talk about Stuxnet, um, they had talked about where was it? Um, where did it start? It was Belarus. Stuxnet. Well, no. So that was the original, like, so the the god, uh, like the godfather of uh, ransomware, as far as like as a concept of being like a uh, capital instance, make money off of it. And that's right. where it originated from. But Stuxnet was a uh, an instance where you had a large political influencer such as United States working with a, another country and they they built something that's technically the equivalent of a nuclear bomb uh, like the Hiroshima of uh, of internet uh, right. internet crime well i was on conley's show yesterday and douglas was on there and we were both talking about you know the upcoming war yeah. and i said i don't believe that our next war is going to be like boots on the ground guerrilla warfare like nothing like that i truly believe it's all going to be cyber attack yeah. because 
you think about it, you know, like I was saying, you've got the land. We, we learned um, what happens when you set off a nuke, right? You're going to destroy this, yeah. this land. So they don't want that because land is probably the most profitable, tangible item that we have, right? Yeah. So how do you dismantle a country? You take out their... You start their targeting like certain, certain, the easy fruit is what we call it. So like healthcare, education, those are disruptions. And done on a small scale, they're not that big of a ripple. But say tomorrow, the, a majority of the United, schools inside the United States use computers to teach their, their kids, right? Mm-hmm. Even when they, they have adults there, they still use Chromebooks and, and various other objects. If you were to ransomware a commonality or figure out to do a, uh, a combined attack all at once on all school fronts, like all from K-12 all the way up to college instances, you would displace a good portion of the, you know, the individuals there. Okay, but you're thinking on a small scale. You're thinking about like shutting down schools. We're talking about shutting down grids. Right here, it says lack of skilled cyber experts is a threat to business well, and societies with key sectors such as energy utilities, reporting a 25% gap in critical skills. We're, we're not just talking about like shutting down like a bank or anything like that. We're literally talking about like an EMP where we're shutting everything down when we take down the grid. Like you're you're but, thinking but small. Like, what is an EFP going to do at like that instance, right? So in in a logical instance where you look at the vast, uh, like how big the United States is from a land base, maybe an aerial like a, an atmospheric EMP would cover a vast instance. But then you're only killing from a, a grid standpoint. You're only affecting. Uh, generators that have like a transflux instance. All right. Think of Texas, right? Texas, I think was a prime example of what happened, right? So, and I think that was a planned attack last year. Um, The power grid, everything got shut down, right? People went without heat. They had gotten snow. They didn't know how to deal with that. You know, people died because they didn't have heat. People were without water. Think about, and that was what, about a week's time. Imagine doing that on a whole entire country level, Okay, in the middle of winter, because obviously, you know, it's like, you know, your terrain, things like that. You are completely like dismantling a whole country. You know, everything runs on energy. We need energy. So you shut down. And and like I said, right there, it talks about the energy utilities. Right. So you shut down all the energy in a country. You have a blackout. You you think about that. That's logistics. That's, you know, um, I mean, everything. You know, without electronic devices, not just internet or computers, we're talking about, you know, everything. You know, you don't have to go into somebody's uh, country and bomb them. All you got to do is shut down their their energy and boom, you're done. Take out, you know, like we have ComEd here in Illinois. I don't know what other people have in other, um, other states, but imagine if ComEd went down. You know, we see all these... Uh, you know, they're taking out, like today they had that chicken farm they took down. You know, you're you're taking out the food source. You uh, know, I my, mean. My, like, I, I put like the power grid on like the, the low, the low end of what I'm, I'm thinking, like as far as a, a disruptive service, I'm thinking more of like a, a an interruption of internet of things. So I'm talking about like doorbells and stuff, stuff that's not managed. Right, you're thinking stuff. electronic devices. We're talking about and to completely dismantle a country. You're think that's what I'm saying. You're thinking on a small level. I'm thinking of a a government agency that places all its 
uh, all its eggs uh, in one basket when they're talking about key infrastructure their pieces, but they historically leave Internet of Things devices just wide open to the public. There was something I saw that um, it was like a water processing plant that it was all controlled by the Internet. So when the Internet went down, they couldn't control the water. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're thinking like little you. okay? think of like, okay, you're trying to attack your enemy, right? You were in the military. What are you going to try to take out? Are you going to go take out um, a bank? You're going to look at what's the easiest available target. At that point, that's going to cause some disruption, and then you're systematically going to attack certain grids and portions. That's the way I'm looking at it from that. I'm going to see, I'm testing, engaging as far as what kind of capabilities do they have. Okay. I mean, think of like a third world country, okay? Like they probably won't have as much, um, you know, resiliency or they'd probably have more resiliency on a cyber attack because not everything like, but us, I'm just looking at it from a a boxing standpoint. I'm throwing a jab out and I'm just trying to see if I'm I'm recognizing patterns at that point in time. And then I'm trying to sneak in that, that sucker punch. The obvious is the, you know, the power grid, the obvious is uh, like the internet. Those are like the big fish. What's going to cause another massive disruption that nobody really focuses on. Well, it's like Kitty Karen said, shipping logistics and water, trains, yeah. trucks, air, shut down servers and they can't do their job. That's exactly it. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to go in and, and you're going to declare war on a country, and we saw, we heard in that video, you know, the United States is already doing it. They did it with Iran. You know? I, I'm looking at, like, so, like, if I was, if, you know, the United States government and I was trying to influence a, com- uh, you know, a country, I wouldn't go about it this way. I would go about it from a social media standpoint way like they do right now with sock puppets and how they have a operation called operations earnest voice. I think they're doing that already though. But I mean, that's, that's where cyber warfare I'm geared. I'm looking at you're seeing shots pop back and forth from, from various different countries right now. But I'm saying when, when all hell breaks loose, like, you know, the WEF is predicting they're saying right here, 93% of cybersecurity experts and 86% of business leaders believe Global geopolitical instability is likely to lead to a catastrophic cyber attack in the next two years. I mean, it's you know? a, I mean, even in the United States, it's, it's, it's a it's a glaring instance that's obvious to everybody. I mean, cybersecurity say only like sixty percent of the job market's full. Well, yeah, I mean, we've got people dying left and right. First off, nobody wants to work, right? Yeah. Um. So, I think it's going to be a lot more than just like the internet going down no i mean you the know? internet going down so oh and that's gonna cause them the most panic right oh yeah because people aren't gonna have their their twitter like oh no what am i gonna do you know yeah and then you got to think of it like okay cyber attackers don't rest with macroeconomic challenges they double down on them there's no path to success that is not heavily driven by ai and automation as companies accelerate their digital transformation journeys the time for reimagining and investing in cybersecurity architectures intelligent platforms is now you know they're, they're really pushing the the uh you know the ai yeah, you well, know well, i mean ai like so like, if you look at cybersecurity at its whole it's looking for loopholes zero days right right and mm-hmm. zero days are, are profitable it used to it's, i mean that's the whole point of why uh ransomware became a very profitable market and looking for for bugs and and that is 
it's like that's information that people didn't know. And if you find, were able to find out, a lot of these companies were paying big dollars for it. But the key piece of that was the human, the human portion, humans going back over and looking at the source code and finding that hole. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that anymore. Artificial intelligence. Right. But whose side are they on? But you're, no, they're weapon, I mean, at that point in time, you can argue about whose side they're on, but they're weaponizing it at that point in time. That's exactly. the scary thing of artificial intelligence. It's like the it's the New York case I was telling you about earlier where they were saying uh, you know, they're going to use artificial intelligence for a lawyer portion until the New York State Bo uh, Bar Association said they were going to sue them. Right. I mean, how do you argue with a uh, an artificial intelligence instance that has access to every known case that's been tried in the United States? And you can draw from anything. All right. So now back on that with the AI, when you take down the grid, you're not going to have the AI to do that for you. You know what I mean? So it's like you're going to be it's man versus computer. Right. Yeah. I mean, th this is just I, I, I mean, think about the complexity of what we were talking about with our end situation. Like they were completely sovereign from the, the Internet right there. <laughs> they they cut the cord. Uh, they didn't have any kind of influence there. And somebody was able to, uh, you know, do the old uh, USB and the uh, thumb drive. Uh, thumb well, that's, drive. yeah, that was how quickly. And, you know, that was what, 10 years ago? Yeah. I mean, but it, it was smart enough. I mean, there was human intel was still a portion there that, you know, was collected. Think about what artificial intelligence can do now. Well, that's what I'm saying. The 10 years ago, look at what they were able to do. Imagine what they can do now. Well, that's DARPA. Well, yeah, we can. <laughs> no, DARPA. You know, I mean, they, they want to make transhumans. I mean, they, they literally, that is their goal, you know? And so, you know, a cyber attack, if you think about it, I mean, it's damaging, yeah. but at the same time, if we have people turning into transhumans, maybe that's going to be God's way of fixing it. You know, like the Noah's Ark. I mean, really God, he has turned so much evil into good. You know, yeah. he, you know, just like with COVID, I say it all the time. COVID was a blessing in disguise for many, myself included, because it opened our eyes to what is going on. Um, not that I want the grid to go down by any means, but, yeah. you know, how do we, so how do we, you, you work in cybersecurity, like, how do you prepare for this? How do we you uh, address the big elephants in the room, right? I mean, mm -hmm. businesses drive innovation. They do that for the almighty dollar, right? But when you look at like critical infrastructure, who controls that? I mean, it's private sector, but it's regulated and mandated by the United States government. <laughs> but they don't put any emphasis on past big government. So past your federal entities, past your your top level security, uh, I mean, uh, state level instances. That's where all the money resides. When you get down to like local, local municipalities, if we go to southern portions of some, you know, some states that's typically considered like the more like uh, countryside of things, you're not going to see technology professionals down there, but they're still connecting to systems the same as everybody else. So there's there's no there's no regulation or there's no emphasis. There's no funding. There's there's no understanding at all and that's like a big gaping hole there that nobody ever talked about and 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 other countries they they feed and drive on that the ignorance of you know government officials not you know putting a huge emphasis of like right. your i mean just look at them from a uh, information uh, standpoint every little place you go you know like from a government standpoint you go to, to the courthouse you go to sheriff department they have personal identifying information for everybody you know mm -hmm. Uh, and easily 
every one of those systems are connected to the uh, the internet and but yet you know there's no huge regulation i mean you got seizures regulations and stuff like where the federal government saying well who's going to regulate the government the government well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, but nobody like they, they, the lens is thoroughly on the federal, like the you know spotlights right there on the federal and the state level. But when you get down to a county, uh, a small municipality, there's there's no emphasis there, but they still connect to the systems. I mean, that's a big, huge gaping hole. Well, there's a lot of gaping holes and that's the problem. You know, we're just we're trying to rush everything through. And, you know, like think of Chicago, for instance, you know, they've got the gaping hole and how many yeah. people reside in Chicago? What do we see over five? Yeah. That I mean, wasn't just Chicago it, it, alone, over 5 million people, you know, and you think of a cyber attack, you know, and they want to start these smart cities, these 15 minute cities. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, everything is right there. And when the grid goes down, you know, you've got all these people in this little hidey hole here, you know, like imagine what's going to happen. It's going to be chaos. Just think about the, 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 complete complete idiocracy of the whole situation right i mean it, the talk about emps and the largest thing that we have in in, in our area here is the, the sun which is a giant emp that just continuously bounces waves off of that by sense if it ever had a hiccup it can completely kill it'd be like a that would be your ultimate emp that nobody right i'm not worried about god's sun going out i'm worried about man you know what i mean <laughs> But I'm just saying, just think about that. I mean, the, the center of that, that's that's a viable I mean, sure, we, anything at that point is possible. But, you know, if you know the Bible, you know you're going to be raptured. You know that's all coming. So I don't worry about that. But I do worry about man because I've seen many, many a times what man is capable of, what man can do. COVID is a prime example. You know, they, the, the bioweapon was the injection. COVID, you know, the flu disappeared and all of a sudden now everybody's got COVID. And here, hurry up, go get this shot. And now people are dropping left and right. You know, we I'm going see- off of the instance of this, the placebo effect I told you about earlier, where it's I'm listening to uh, to experts who technically I don't consider experts anymore. Like whenever they, I mean, that, that term is thrown around loosely. Very loosely nowadays. I mean, you had the United States government and or at least Joe Biden say that, you know, I have the top officials for uh, uh, the security sector. And they said this this laptop's a hoax. Right. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, and the, but they're all experts at that point in time. I mean, well, yeah, everybody's an expert, you know, and, you know, if you have an opinion that's differing from, um, you know, the, the mainstream agenda at that point then you're just a crazy conspiracy theorist so you know it's like we see what's going on you know we see that they're planning a a global cyber attack you know and like what do we peons what can we do how do we fix this what do what do we do you know prepare and like scott always says make sure you have food make sure you've got water you know we're in the process of installing a uh wood burning fireplace we have to live like in the days before they had um and that's, electricity that's, you, you just know? gotta be understanding i mean if you're in a large city and, and such like that everything that you have is going to be relegated by some kind of automation that's going to be connected to the internet so if you do have a catastrophic failure uh on a cyber cyber level that's it. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's no running water at that point in time. Right. I mean, we literally are going to go back to the days of, you know, uh, I don't even know. I mean, like cowboys and Indians, you know, 
um, well, back, how many people know how to read a man? Well, exactly. That's why it's so important that we teach our kids these things because, you know, we see just how crazy all of this is getting. And so, you know, Scott from uh, Bards FM, he's constantly talking about, you know, what we need to do to prepare. And I think what we have to do to prepare is, you know, like the seven pillars and, you know, make sure you've got food, make sure you've got water. Um, you know, we need to be prepared for the cyber attack because we know it's coming. You know, it's it's inevitable, I, I believe. Um, if, is this going to be their last hurrah? You know, I don't know. Uh, what do you all think? If somebody wants to call in, um, I'd love to hear everybody else's opinions on this because I'm just, I'm not worried about what's to come. Um, I've been preparing, you know, prepping for the past, what, three years now. And, um, you know, I'm really, I'm not afraid. You know, I know there's so many people who rely on technology and, and, you know, a lot of people don't believe that this is going to be a real issue. And we know that something big is coming. We felt it. Um, so what do you mean, Zero? Not clear what you're seeking to understand. We're saying that there's going to be a cyber attack worldwide. I mean, they're going to, they're, they're, this is going to be the next war. You know, the WEF has already said that they know it's coming, just like they said, you know, COVID was coming. Um, they're, they're predicting that there's going to be cyber war, you know? I don't know. What do you think? I mean, do you think it's going to be two years? What do you? I think it's occurring right now. Oh, yeah, I, I believe that. I too. think it's not. It, it's, it, I mean, for the last eight years of doing this on a professional level to like what, about 18 years of, of, of doing this all together, it's just grown more and more and more to the point now it's like you know, like watching somebody get shot in you know Chicago. It's just a natural occurrence. I'm just waiting for the media to get involved and start the snowball effect where that just becomes a thing where they're like, oh, there's another attack and there's another attack and there's another one. Right. And, and it just keeps going and going and going until, you know, I got an 80 foot tall snowman out in you know front lawn. Yeah. Well, I think um, I really do believe, you know, because the WEF has come out and, and said that there's going to be, you know, a global cyber attack. You know, it's just a matter of time. They're predicting two years. But this is the thing, though. Like, I'm going back to the point of, like, it occurs. At what time are they going to pick up the ball and be like, well, there's that cyber attack that we told yeah, you about. We're, and then, we're not... like, let's everybody throw their hands up in the air and you get a whole COVID thing all over again where, like, people are like, oh, I got to got to get a, you know, a Band-Aid to go over my iPhone because they got, uh, you know, cyber attacks. Well, yeah, but now it's it's actually in the media. The WEF is talking about it. You know, the things that we've been saying, and I, I've been saying for a long time, Babylon is going to fall. And I believe this is how it's going to happen, especially if, you know, we've got AI trying to take over a cyber attack that'll, you know, keep that from happening. So, I guess, yeah, I go off the crazy idea that like even like you're seeing that what the great resignation is, I think is what they're calling it now, where you're seeing people leave the job market over and over and over again. Yeah, I think it's just a repurposing of individuals at this point in time. It's uh, of just, uh, you know, we're talking about 60 percent. They need to start getting individuals in the, the job market for cyber warfare. Mm -hmm. It's not a technology thing. That's a misconception there is that, you know, you in order to be in cybersecurity, you have to be, you know, Mr. Technology. And, you know, mm -hmm. I have to 
workforce there. They're just all policy driven individuals and the yes, no people is what we what they I like to refer to them as. I guess the thing that's changed is that they're coming out and saying it now. And there's so many. Remember, not everybody is awake. You know, we're out here trying to help those who are not awake. That is my goal. I am trying to wake up the people. I have no fear, but I'm trying to wake up the people who refuse to see it. Now it's out in the open. The WEF is already saying this is going to happen. And so people need to be aware that they do. They need to start prepping. They need to be prepared for this because nobody wants to believe that this is going to happen. You know, and somebody actually had messaged me, asked me to, to touch base on this tonight. And so that's truly why I decided to open with this. But um, like I said, this is. I mean, it's not about, about fear, I, I think, at that point in time. I think it's more just real. Yeah, and I'm just waiting for, you know, them to say, oh, the, there, there's there been an EMP or there's been a huge instance of, uh, you know, a huge disruption due to, you know, cyber warfare mm -hmm. and watch the the individuals completely freak out, you know. And, I mean, if if the, uh, the you know, DNS in, uh, registers that were to happen at one point in time and the whole East Coast of the United <laughs> States lost their ability to just go type Google into a web browser, I think a good third of the population would have anxiety, like a panic attacks. Or be overloading taxing mm -hmm. on the uh, the hospitals because you can't get to Google, you know, or you won't be able to drive your car because Google Maps is not there or some kind of, you know, GPS instance because right. you don't know how to drive down the street. Well, that's why we need to make sure that people are learning how to, to do all those old things. And just like homeschooling, teaching our kids how to read a map. But um, so they had talked about, you know, the U.S. and, and Israel. They were the ones that kind of started that whole cyber warfare. And so talking about... Uh, Israel, um, there have been a couple attacks in Israel lately. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention to that. Um, they said that um, there were seven killed and three injured in a synagogue massacre. And then there was also a father and a son shot by a 13-year-old at the city of David in a second attack in Jerusalem in 24 hours. And then uh, Neonahu said to his security cabinet that his response will be strong and swift. And he um, is calling on his citizens to not take law into their own hands, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, so there's attacks going on over here in Israel right now. Um, and I don't really know what's going on. And this is the second attack. Um, and Neonahu is saying that's what we have an army and police force for. So I don't know, maybe that's just something to kind of keep an eye on because, you know, something is happening over there. It says, uh, yeah, this is the second attack. So it just seems odd, you know, right now that this is, it says the shooter was shot quickly by two nearby civilians carrying licensed weapons. Imagine that. People, you know, who know how to protect themselves, protecting themselves. It's kind of like what's happening here. You know, um, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't think Neonahu's good either. I, you know, um, I don't think any of these world leaders you know, um, no, we can't do anything about that going on over there. But it's just interesting, though, that this is in the news now. You know, um, just seems that there there are there's attacks every day. And it's not just the United States. You know, it's everywhere. And it just seems that evil is just truly um, just 
it's bad. It's just everywhere. And why, why is the news reporting on that? I don't know. It's just, like I said, is there going to be something big that's going to happen over there? I don't know. It just seems that, you know, the news is, is putting the spotlight on Israel right now. So just found that kind of interesting. And then what else do we have? Um, the massive fire mysteriously occurs today at, at an egg farm in Connecticut. That's interesting because we've been seeing, you know, they've been attacking um, farms. They've been t attacking, you know, these different uh, food distribution centers, you know. Um, and of course, with eggs being as high as they are, you know, it says several fire crews were called to a massive fire that occurred in an egg farm in Basra, Connecticut this afternoon. Um, and I saw some videos of that and it was just all up in smoke. And it said several uh, fire departments responded to this fire. Um, and that too, you know, it's just, they're attacking um, our food sources, you know, like COVID I, when they had the toilet paper shortage. Now it's like they're doing it with the food. I, I really do believe that the whole toilet paper um, was just a very, um, it was just a trial, you know, it was just, um, pick one, pick one, what? Yeah. The chicken feed too, Ryan. Absolutely. You know, they were saying that all of these chickens, they were, um, they weren't laying eggs. And then all of a sudden people changed up the food and now the eggs started laying again, you know? So they are, they're, they're already attacking us on a, a you know, the whole national level here they want to vaccinate pigs they're they're creating this egg shortage you know it's just I, this whole world is just crazy thing to solve now well how do we solve that though zero i mean you know people are you know having chickens in their backyards and they're homesteading and they're doing the things that they can but what about those who aren't allowed to do that you know what do they do do we just say you know just a well. I mean, are they supposed to starve? You know, that's the whole point of this show is that we're supposed to be here for each other. You know, where we live, we live in a subdivision. We have an association. We can't have chickens. Stop to do one thing at a time. I don't know what you're saying, Zero. Um, I mean, we're just talking different topics tonight. Stop to do one thing at a time. Um. But yeah, you know, so it's it's between the the chickens and then, you know, the cows. Now, what was the gates he was talking about? We need to stop cow burps. Did you hear that one? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Gates <laughs> is saying because it's it's putting to well, I'm sorry, Zero. I don't know what you want me to do. I talked about one topic and you didn't like that one. So I'm sorry. Um but this is all, I mean, this is what's happening in our country. This is what's happening in our world. You know, these are world events and, you know, they're catastrophic. You know, we, we see these little things happening one at a time. We're being attacked here. Yes, please come join us, Cyril. What do you got to say? Hello. Can you Hey. Hello, Zero from Michigan. I just can't figure out how to come up with something that is digestible, chewable. You're like, you're coming across, and I'm not trying to judge you or give you any negativity here. I'm just trying to find the words 
to explain what's on my mind about how this thing you're doing today or tonight on this podcast particularly is like a barrage of so much. There's nothing I'm going to be able to solve or take with me after this that is going to help me to focus on a target tomorrow. You're, you're bringing me the world news from north, south, east, west, and everything in between. And it's an overwhelming frustration of what we already know and has been coming for decades. So I, what I do is I stop and I pick one thing, whether or not I have to go into prayer to get more from the Holy Spirit about assisting me in that. But I'm a problem solver, someone who has gained enough of God's wisdom in my years to say, okay, I can't bite off more than I can chew. It's the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. I keep telling myself, only do what you can. You're just one child of God, one man. I'm not an army. And all I'm trying to say is, if you would just look at the list of what you're bringing on the table, it's like an overwhelming tidal wave in my listening to what you're frustrated about. And it's the same thing I feel, but to solve something and to come away from this corroboration, discussion, sharing, whatever it is you want to call this pod bean podcast tonight, it's got to serve a purpose that pro promotes the kingdom principle, not our frustration. That's my digestion. And well, it actually, it equation. does. I mean, if you know what the end times look like, then you know that, you know. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. I've studied all that. I know all that. I know people that have done it all their lives. And I know people that were real live prophets. The last one that was here on earth died in 2020. And I keep trying to give everybody this website, and all they have to do is get the Podbean podcast on their show Monday through Friday for one hour. I've even taught the classes that these people created. So I'm not saying I'm the greatest scholar about the end times, but there is a timeline. And I don't know how to boil this down into giving you a chance to catch your breath, but this is it. My Stop. Stop. On my heart, this is I'm doing what God. Okay, but but me. I'm not I'm not denying that. Please understand, I, you're not hearing me. I'm trying to say, out of all the things you listed tonight, and I've only been listening for a half hour. We already know about all that, but you can only do what you can do. You've got people that haven't heard about the Lord, they haven't accepted the Lord, or they don't know that the enemy is in the deep state, and they've been trying to change our food and poison us. All that stuff is old information to you and I, but you still can't do anything with it until you bite it, boil it down to one person eye to eye and say, let me show you what I know and help me get prepared for what I think is coming. Other than that, like you're doing the homeschooling thing, that is such a great inspiration and thing that many parents don't even see, much less take on like you have. And all of the other things, in every hour of every day, you only got so many minutes to say so many words and do so many things. Boil it down into what I can do in a half hour or a minute. Because I'm afraid that I'm getting from you all these things that are, I wish I could give you a, I don't know, what would you, um, what's your favorite 
Do you like wine? Or do you like something that would allow you to sit by the fire and take a breath and go through your phone book and say, okay, who am I going to contact tomorrow to have a conversation with about what to do with getting chickens in their yard so they can actually raise their own food or start their garden or well, something it, that's it, doable? It talks about looming cyber events that are going to lead to catastrophic events. And this is part of that. Oh, oh, okay, but, but uh, still, still, answer me this question. Out of that too, what are you going to do today? And what would, if you were in charge of my day tomorrow, what would you help me manage doing? The one thing I know I can do instead of just keep talking and and screaming and, and worrying. And I mean, I, I, I need you to pick one thing. I've already got so much on my plate. I'm frustrated to think about it. Think about all What's the people that? who are not awake. Okay, think. About I do, but people. I can't talk to all of them at one day. Right. Pick and one. So we reach them. We're showing them that catastrophic events are coming, and we're trying to help them prepare. That is the whole purpose of tonight. Okay, we cannot control a. Cyber How many people attack. are listening? I thought you were just talking to the people that are normally on the show. Do you have a account? Are yeah. there new people yes. signing in? I am on Spotify. I am on Amazon. People download. I'm just them. talking about podcast, right, or Podbean right now. I, I don't know, I know the the net you're casting. Yeah, and no, it gets shared to other to other platforms. After we're done, um, then it uploads. So I don't know who I'm reaching, but like I said, God put this on my heart tonight. You know, people okay. have to see what is happening, and I know us, like in the Bards family. We know. So even even though it may sound, it's a repeat for me. It may not be for millions of others. Exactly, and that's what we're here to do. We're here to try. Okay, to well, I didn't read the title. Maybe I missed that. I just sign in because I love you guys. But and that's what we're doing. We are casting lots. We are trying to come to an agreement. You know, and that's I think the problem is that there is so much miscommunication in this world. You know, and we we as Christians, we have to try to help other people. You know, whether they've come to Christ well, or not. That's all I do. I mean, that's nothing new to me. You're speaking to the right. choir here. And that's but how what many we are, are you you think there's a lot of people listening that just woke up? Is that what this is? Well, I think we have to not stop praying. I think we have to keep going. Well, I you know? yeah, but I, I don't want to just pray into the wind like I do with every breath anyway. I want to actually make a difference that I know I'm somehow affecting and something. That's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. I'm hoping, you know, God works in most mysterious ways, ways that we'll never understand. When God puts something on my heart, I am here tonight to put this message out. As I said when I prayed, I don't know whose ears this is going to fall on. But maybe if do you actually just have a, a do you have technology that I don't know much about this stuff, but do you have a way of counting how many people are signing in? Like you could tell I'm there. Yeah, well, I can see right now we've got 17 listeners, and I can also see people who download. And we've got people. What what other country was it? Ukraine, I think we had somebody in Ukraine. I mean, there's people, yeah, in in all across the world. And like I said, I don't know who's meant to hear this message tonight. And I know it's frustrating because we keep hearing it, you know. But I think the whole purpose of tonight is to help those who have not heard who don't know they've been lost for so long you know i think a lot of people they got the bioweapon and now they're seeing the events of that and they're starting to wake up and those are the people that i'm really trying to reach you know and my husband well, and what I, about what about some other ideas like um uh, Del, Del big tree and all these people like dr uh what's his face all the whistleblowers on 
I mean, there's so many places you can go. It's like this spider web of possibilities. What if we just put some questions on your podcast and tell people, look, if you aren't aware of this, call us and we'll tell you. And if you are, here's a place to call and ask. Well, you know, I don't that's know how to do it. Because somebody had actually asked me to talk about the cyber attack tonight. And that's the reason why I did this. We actually had something else lined up. For the tonight, cyber but- attack to come. You mean like it's prophecy, but we're not sure when. We just know they promise it. Well, because, like I said, it's because it's in the news now. And so people want to know more about it. A lot of people don't really know a lot about it. So I, my husband and I, we both did the research and we're trying to educate. That's what it's all about, you know. Um, well, I think I get, I, another part of that that I think we're not getting is that if it's on the news, that could be the enemy's trick to instill more fear rather than knowledge because we can't talk about things that haven't happened yet. We can only basically prepare. And Scott's been talking about getting so many months or years or whatever it is of food. If people haven't started that yet, we can't feed them too unless we keep buying more for ourselves. Well, and that's, I think, too, why Scott is encouraging. First thing is salvation, not the prepping for food. Well, obviously, you know, we've, I've found Jesus. I know Jesus. He's my best friend and I love Jesus, you know, and I am trying to do work for him. And that's what I'm doing here. I'm trying to help those so they can help themselves. And they absolutely should come to Christ because I do believe that Christ is, every knee will bow, you know, and we have to help all those people who don't know. That is our job. We are disciples. Well, I understand all that. That's old news to me. I'm trying to look at some other, how do you say, a focus point to be able to take what we've already been doing for decades and say, okay, I I guess maybe I'm not seeing the net you're casting. Because if I was uh, in the boat and waiting for Jesus to say, here, cast your net on the other side, then I'd feel a little more sparky about my mission today because he was cooking breakfast too. 99 sheep. What's that? Do you know the parable of the 99 sheep? It's it's more about the one, isn't it? Exactly. And that's who we're trying to reach. You and okay, I, well, that, I, I concur with you. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just butting in on your casting of the nets without understanding that's what you were doing. Yes. Well, that was the title of the show was, you know, looming cyber events. that made I mentioned that. I didn't even look. I just fire you guys up when I get a chance. I'm, so, I'm busier than one legged man in a butt kissing contest anyway. That's why we're talking. We're discussing because that's the problem. There's so much that gets, um, you know, uh, misconstrued, you know, and that's why we have to talk it out. Now you understand why we were doing what we're doing. And I pray with all my heart that this even reaches one person and maybe will help wake them up and bring them to Christ, you know, and, and that's what we have to do. We have to help these people, these, these lost sheep, we have to help them. You know, we plant those seeds, like Scott says all the time, we plant the seeds and, you know, um, the whole purpose of tonight's show was literally just to to help those who don't know the impending doom that we've got coming. We we've been prepping. I guess. Well, I guess my question now is, if they're not even aware of this to even a close level that we are, how is it that they're actually tuning into your podcast? Do you think there's that many, or have you really counted them? And can we do better somehow? Well, I, I mean, share, I'm always looking for ways at tweaking things. Right. Well, I share um, across different platforms. And like I said, yeah. we're on 
different yeah. podcasting yeah, platforms. And a thousand downloads today. Yeah, we've had a thousand downloads today. You know, people are listening, and wow. I, I, that's why I pray to God every time before show and every time after the show. I ask God to be with yeah. me tonight. And this is his podcast. I'm just the messenger, you know, so don't shoot the messenger. Right, right, right. I got it. I got it. But you're the connection. I've got to it. I got to talk to you. You know, there's no other way going around. I'd be wasting my time. Right. No. And I'm not trying to waste anybody's time. We see what's happening. You know, oh, I, I just, understand that. You know, and I've so I've only got the same 24 hours you got. Right. And you're right. Like Kitty Karen said, not all listeners are live. Some people will download it and listen later. And, you know, I just. Right, right, right. Whoever this message is meant to reach tonight, I don't know who that is, um, but I do know that this was for somebody, and I I pray that we can help bring, wake them up. Like it's never too late. That's the thing, you know. The WEF is talking about two years, so maybe two years isn't going to be enough time for all the prepping that you and I have. Okay, see, so here here's another point I want to make. I don't know why I'm being particularly zeroing in on these points of what you're speaking, but you just spoke sp about it maybe being two years. You're, I'd rather hear you, forgive me for telling you what to do if it sounds like that, but would you not be able to see how we can only do one day at a time? Oh, absolutely. We're not guaranteed to All tomorrow. we have is now. God, that's God's word. So absolutely. if I don't... He says, if you think about tomorrow, you'll miss today. Don't go into yesterday because that's gone. Absolutely. So what's tomorrow Absolutely. is only in God's control. We are just, and, and, and I'm trying to get that clear to you how, you're, how I'm receiving you or how I'm listening to your spreading your gift of emergency awareness and alerts for those who don't have the ears to hear or the eyes to see or the awareness or discernment that they get from being born again in the Holy Spirit and having God live in them and give them those highlighted kingdom senses. But don't run yourself dead on the marathon to allowing God to just take over and you're going to speak one word at a time and you're already casting a farther net, not just with your podcasting and your words, but your heart has got you on the path that's already making kingdom differences in the world that are unseeable by most of us. And I, I just hear this frustration. It's like when I used to manage people at work, I'd say, slow down, guys. There's no reason to go fast. Haste makes waste. That's God's way of saying speed kills. If you do one thing right, one at a time, You'll build the perfect machine that is actually going to work more efficiently. One breath at a time, one step. And you're already doing so much, but I hear this frustration that is starting to seep in and take over and sort of um, dampen the mission or your power in it in a way that comes across from at least those of us Maybe I see things differently, but, and I get the, the righteousness of your mission. I really do. Like I said, God put this on my heart tonight. This is what I was supposed to talk about. Somebody asked. And so, you know, like I said, I yep. changed the whole show, you know, somebody asks and they want to talk about it, you know, and again, you know, not everybody is as prepared as us and not everybody's going to the same place that um, we're going, you know, but that doesn't mean we stop trying. You know, Jesus, look at, he hung out with lepers. Well, I, and I hope you don't mean I was trying to tell you to stop. 
No, no, no. I'm just I'm explaining. It's the like we're going why. back to this. Here's what to do. One on one. I get that. I've been doing this for decades but, but and I learn something new every day. Right. And so does everybody else. And that's just it. Maybe this message wasn't meant for you. But in my heart, I know this message was meant for somebody. And I know that they're going to receive this message tonight because that's what God put on my heart. And so, you know, next week we're going to talk about something different. I don't know what we're going to talk about. God will put it on my heart. But, you know, um, the whole purpose of tonight, and I know you said you didn't read about it, was about the, the looming cyber events that are going to lead to catastrophic events. And it's going to be on a global level. You know, uh, so that's that's just what it was. I and think I've been hearing. I, I, I'm just wondering also, when did you start hearing about this? Because this has been going on for a couple of years, too. That yeah, that kind of stuff has been over. going on for a long time. Like I, I played that video yeah. earlier, over 10 years. But the, the whole point is that the WEF is now talking about it, which means, you know, like. Um, well, they just had their meeting in Davos. It's, it's bound to right. be a lot of babble about it. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think the whole purpose is that those who are not aware, they can see that we conspiracy theorists aren't just conspiracy theorists that we've been talking about it for a while. That's just it. I wouldn't even give ourselves that label because that just feeds the enemy and the ignorant people will think that that is the truth if we even say it. Don't even give it any power. There well, is no conspiracy. Is so it's truth. Well, ex that was my point is no longer a conspiracy, you know. So I, when, I don't know. I just let me ask you: When do you when do you agree that it's no longer a conspiracy? I say it's truth in the beginning. When the enemy uses Saul's rules of radicals, doesn't make it any less truth. Right? It's only the idiots that are going to believe because they have no discernment. They are the lost sheep. Right, and we are trying to help the lost sheep back to Christ. That is our job. I believe that also even, that that also includes being careful the words we use that belong to the enemy who's labeling us truth tellers as being fiction writers. Well, and calling people idiots because they aren't awake yet. I mean, how long have you been awake for? You know, you weren't born awake, and that's just it. Everybody's on their own time, on God's time, and we have to. You know, my word for the year. Um, was reconcile reconciliation i'm trying to reconcile with those who aren't awake but i'm trying to help bring them to get to the point where you and i are because we are all in this together we are god's children you know and god tells us to pray for our enemies and that is what i do you know and so that's right. that's all we can do and so if i can wake just one person up then my job has been completed with this you know and so yeah, you never give um, up well, absolutely, you know, and I'm not going to give up on those people because, but you know But what? it's still just one step at a time. It's, it's like we're talking about something. It's like we're turning a discussion into an argument, and I'm not arguing with you, just like Jeff says. It's just I'm not that, arguing you with know, you about the principle of all this. It's like we're all getting together singing, and we're talking about how to sing. We're in but, the choir. We know how to do this. We understand all those little differences between what's in your lane and what's in my lane and we the all principles see of make disciples of all men in all nations and love the enemy as thyself and the neighbor i mean and, it's just you know and you got people that are either in your family which are probably the most difficult and then you got people that are just neighbors co-workers 
and all that. Each one is an individual. Some people don't have that. What do you call it? The uh, the 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 in intellect to inquire. They're just mm -hmm. not ready yet. Right. They're, so you got to come and get them next week or the week after. Or maybe you said that did some people call in and ask you questions? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's the whole. And how do they do that? Uh, just Email like you're, or just like you're doing. Calling in. Yeah, absolutely. Th th That's the whole reason casting lots means coming to an agreement. You know, oh, I know, but I'm talking about what I've I usually tune into all these podcasts, but I never heard anybody calling in that was asking questions. I, I heard. Do you listen to Conley? He's got people calling in all the time, you know. Yeah, and yeah. That's Douglas. Doing here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but he I, wasn't. He wasn't asking questions as much as they were helping to add to the study. I thought you were talking about people that are just waking up. These people sound like they're, they're uh, theologians. Yeah, we need to help educate those kind of people, you know, because we were like me. You know, I was lost once upon a time. And it took well, so. What were you talking about? I thought we we're talking about Douglas and the people at Conley. They know this stuff, and and uh, Duncan, Duncan, and uh, who called in that didn't? I, I never heard anybody call in and ask a question. I mean, other than maybe Mega Q, but he's coming along quite good too. Yes, he's doing great. You know, he had a lot of questions too when he first came to Bards. He had a lot of questions, and he came to Bards, and right, I got, I got it. I followed all that. Yeah. And that's the same thing here. That's the whole purpose of this podcast, Casting Lots. Um, I want people who have questions to be able to call in so we, we can find that common ground. If right. I can help bring people to Christ or, or help them see the things that you and I see. I understand. That's the mission. That's the well, groundbreaking, that's the obvious, and I will uh, how do you say, people. Christianity 101. Right. Yes. But some people are lost. You know, they, they are that one lost sheep. And Jesus didn't give up, and we shouldn't either. I know it's frustrating. You know, we've, we've tried warning people. We've tried telling them. And I know a lot of times we think, well, you know, th they're never going to wake up. But how do we know that? We don't. Who says that? Yeah, well, I'm just Who saying. Who says that? We're like, well, if they haven't woken up by now, they never will. But that's not true. We don't yeah, but who's counting the days? That's ridiculous. It's, it sounds like a, a non-Christian is saying that. Another human blob. They're not born again. People who say they'll never wake up don't know who they're talking about. Well, because yeah. God could do anything. Absolutely. And I believe who, who is it that says they'll never wake up? I never heard anybody say that unless they well, were not a Christian. All the time say, oh, you know, they're, they'll never wake up. You know, they got the vax. Oh, people, if you just look on the different um, platforms. Yeah, but you know, are, not, are these are the, these blind and lost sheep or are you talking about Christians? When you say people, you're not giving me any uh, well, they, information. They, they, non-christians alike just because they didn't get the vax doesn't mean that they're a christian well i i, I guess there's another thing if, if i thought about what everybody said i'd be going out of my mind by now right right but you know what so I, I don't even speak of those people they're they're not even they're they're the how do you say the uh all the things that are dividing us from getting to the real subjects i i don't i don't take on that extra junk because it bogs me down what people say is the least we need to think about. It's what people need to know. Right, and the, uh, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't care what they say about, you know, these people won't wake up. I'm still trying. I'm not going to give up. I well, I don't know if I've ever heard that. Now you got me thinking, and I, I, I realize that people will take a long time because they're, right. they're, they're from a different place. It may take them longer 
and God may be working on them different. It's like everybody's a different recipe that God created. So you cannot put them in the same boat. Well, exactly. And that's what, you know, people tend to do. And I do believe that there are still so many good people out there who haven't woken up yet, but they will. That's not even us to judge. It's just to go on and let Jesus take care of all that. I never shut up about it. I'm telling I meet people when I go to a bar to pick up dinner and all of a sudden somebody's talking to me about the Bible. I said, wow, Lord, just bring them on. Yeah. I have a lot of Jesus shirts that I wear and I went to Aldi one night and um, my normal is but Jesus is, you know, and so there was an elderly man in front of me and we started talking. He said, oh, I like your shirt. And we started talking about the Bible. You know, that's how God works. And well, it sounds you know, like you ran into somebody who already found the Lord. Right. Yes. But maybe somebody else in that store who hadn't found Jesus yet. Well, so I understand. Sure. You don't go. You don't stop fishing because you think that you're going to catch a fish. You stop fishing because you think you might get another one. That's all. That's why they well, call it fishing. Yeah. Sometimes you catch one that doesn't need to be thrown back. Yeah. Well, you know, there are some fish that need to be thrown back and there are some that need to be caught. And, you know, every day that all of those, my enemies and enemies, non-enemies, that they'll they'll come to Christ. You know, it says the path to Christ is narrow. Not everybody's going where we're going, but we have to keep trying. You know, and and that's my whole purpose of this this show here. You know, I've got the homeschooling podcast and I've got this one. And this one is more just current events and, you know, um, conspiracy theories, you know, different things like that. So this one, there's really no specific angle that I'm trying to get, you know. And so just one day um, at a time. We did one on the finders. I don't know if you listened to that one. You know, that was an interesting story, but it's always going to be different. You know, it's never going to just be like one topic or one group of people. You know, I love everybody. I love everybody with all my heart. I love everybody here tonight. I love all those who will listen later. And like I said, God put this on my heart. And so I'm just doing the Lord's work, you know, and I know it can be frustrating to hear these things. And I know sometimes that, um, you know, it does seem repetitive for a lot of us, but Again, it's, it's not so much repetitive as it is overwhelming. It's, it's like trying to read every page of the newspaper at once. And it's more <laughs> than I can handle. Well, I know. And I like, know. Like, that- you know what I mean when I, when I say digestible? It's like you're just throwing a bunch of stuff and you're, you're, you're figuring, oh, some of it's going to stick. But I would rather just, like, like somebody was, uh, what was I on the uh what would it call the, the the three bears show or whatever it is the little bears Your little bear show yep yeah they were on tonight and it was so funny they were the little kids were trying to sell tell jokes and they the parents even had them say it slower and i was appreciating that but it was pretty funny listening to that family yeah i love everyone and family they're all really good people and you know yeah it's it's uh it, it's, it sounds like it's you know they used to have uh leave it the beaver like you know all those people were supposed to be the perfect family this is the closest reality family i've ever heard of that reminds me of something i've never thought was on the earth they're real loving close godly people yes and that's that's you know who we're meant to be you know and i believe I, i get it i get it and somehow i was raised in the dark forest by wolves and i still made it out in fact, I'm not quite out yet, but I'm going to survive. Absolutely. You've got Jesus in your heart, and that's what matters. And, you know, um, 
like I said, this, this podcast here, Casting Lost, it's about helping those who already are awake, you know, just um, maybe there's things that you're going to learn that's new. Maybe there's things that you've already heard. I don't know. But whatever God puts on my heart, that's what I'm going to talk about. And again, like I said, somebody had asked us to talk about, um, you know, the cyber attacks that are that are coming um, because they didn't know a whole lot about it. And so we decided to go ahead and, and change what we were going to do. Um, and so, again, you know, this is for that person, whoever that person was. I, I hope that this may have helped them. And I'm sorry if it just seemed overwhelming to you. But Well, um, well you know, I don't know if it's just now coming to me. Maybe a, um, as I think of things, I'm trying to be – I know nobody can really read minds, but if I find a way to articulate what's in my head, it helps people understand what I'm thinking. But when you say the phrase – I want to teach people about something that's coming. That almost sounds kind of, I mean, we, we just because somebody's talking about something and, and I've learned to have great discernment for the fear tactics of the enemy. And, and I don't know how much of what they're saying is going to come through, but some level of it oh, is. Sure. Yep. But and we don't know when. It's like Jesus return. We don't care when. We know he will. Right, but we don't have to warn people about that. They just have to be able to be saved before then. This is boot camp for eternity. If you don't get the bus ticket, you're going to miss the whole ride. Well, exactly, absolutely, and so you know that's just it. We those who are not prepared, maybe they will start preparing. We don't know the time, just like Jesus. Jesus himself doesn't know when he's coming back. Only God, the Father, knows. You know, and so we continue to prepare for him, you know, as if he's coming tomorrow, as if he's coming two minutes from now, you know, we don't know the time, but yeah, you know, yeah. We, we continue living our lives and preparing for that moment. And you keep repeating this. I, 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 I've got it. I, I was, well, you may have got I, it, but somebody else may not. Okay. But you don't have to keep telling me. You well, keep going I'm, I'm over this. You. I'm, I'm well, because some people need to hear the message. You mean the people that are in the background right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody can hear, you know, and the people that are going to hear later, Good. you know. So, so that's what it all comes down to. So, um, sharing the Bible verses and, and and getting the sinner's prayer should be the very basics that's put out there, so that anybody who's really tuning in that has never had a chance to ask for forgiveness and for Jesus to come and visit them and be in their heart. That's that's the first thing that they can screenshot and read it every day, if not buy a Bible. If they're that that beginning, absolutely, there. we will give them. Then plus, these testimonies are great, but everybody's a little different. Like uh, I, I feel that for myself, sharing mine, even though it happened, it almost seems irrelevant because everybody's going to have to take a different path. But to start with what you're doing is a way to kick it off in the right direction so that they can say, wow, I can do this. And in a matter of minutes, I can actually have achieved the humbling of myself and my heart before the Lord. And that's all that it takes to begin to be included and in seeing him in the future in the kingdom. An everlasting life. But there's there's also the the lifetime of showing yourself approved by studying the word and also participating without faith faith there is works. And I'm 
blessed to say I've spent a lot of years actually walking in my faith, but I, there's still so much more I can do. And it's right. exciting to say the least, but, but no matter who we are as individuals, beginning or being seniors, it seems like the, the too much at once I try to avoid if it seems like it's overwhelming. But I don't mean to want to say that what you're doing isn't worthy. It's, it's what this world lacks more of than anything else. We got an abundance of junk going on, people lying, trying to manipulate and do every kind of evil in the world because they don't get the truth is nothing that you think or feel. The truth is what God says. Get over yourself. Read his word. It's so simple. A child can understand it. Get over yourself. Shut up and start reading. Otherwise, your whole eternity is going to be so unfavorable by your own standards. You don't even know it yet. You'll be in a place that's too hot to do anything about except exist in it for eternity. Now, if you really want to bite that bullet, go on where you've been going and you'll have all you need for eternity. But in the meantime, you could just shut up, humble yourself and say, okay, let me see this Jesus thing. And if I spend a few minutes asking him, wow, I'm just a human. Maybe if I would just stop and ask you to come into my heart and change me into what you created me to be, I've really got a shot at being something better than I've ever imagined. And that'll be for eternity. What is so difficult about someone saying, yeah, let me take door number one. Well, the, the path is a narrow path, you know, and I don't think it a lot is. of people is that but you to know, be in the world and not of the world is what some people have a hard time getting over because they're taught that they what they feel is the right path but they've never read the word and they yeah. don't have enough sense yeah. to just look at the human eyeball and think there's got to be an intelligent design behind all this oh absolutely you know but some again just don't think well no and you know again this is going to reach somebody you and i having this conversation and, you know, maybe this will change the hearts of somebody. God, this is God's yeah, plan. The, the and, funny and, thing is, with what all we know, they listen to some stupid idiot like Klaus Schwab and all these, who are those boneheads over at the Davos meeting? Did you hear them talking? Did you listen to it? Yeah, absolutely. Those goofballs think that they are gods or something. And isn't it amazing that out of all the people in the world, here we are, us uh, full of ourselves, royal idiots are here to change the world for everybody else. Give me a break. God created them too, and they too can be saved. Yeah, but I'm sorry if I'm not going to spend too much more time really uh, crawling up their backside and telling them, hey, you need Jesus. These people have been worshiping the dark side for a long time. And if I get in front of them, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt them. Well, vengeance is not ours. You know, all well, I'm just going to defend myself. And if people cross the line, they're going to get exactly what God says they got coming. But the point is, 
are they are they tuning into your podcast to maybe go the different path? I don't think so. Well, that's okay, but maybe praying for them fine. But I, I don't. I'm not going to invite them for a Bible study. I don't no. even have their number, no. but yeah, I just can't well, see that connection there. It's going to cut off here in a few minutes. So thank you, Zero. It was good talking to you, and I'm hoping that. Maybe we can. Hey, have can a you remember a website before we sign off? I got a great website for you, and you can trust and verify it for me, and we'll talk about it later. All right. It's, it's real website? simple. E N D T I M E, endtime.com. Endtime.com. All right. I will check that out, and then I'll get back to you on Telegram. Say it, say it back or to me. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I really I appreciate it, and I'm sorry if you, you kind of. You know, misunderstood. Oh, no problem. I, I was just, I, I was frustrated with something I had to get off my chest and I just want to keep in, being involved and I never called in before. And well, I was, I think uh, you. You know? if it's, if the Lord's will somehow I'll meet you at a Bards Fest one of these days or something, who knows, but that would be uh, awesome. just a little, little secret between you and me. I'm, I'm really yeah. kind of busy and we'll explain more later, but God bless for what you do. Yes, God bless you and thank you again for calling in. I hope you have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Well, that was eventful. <laughs> and it's good. We need more conversations like this. You know, there's a lot of misunderstanding. And, you know, again, God, th this is God's work here. I'm just the messenger. And, you know, um, for those of you that may be listening later, you know, we need more of this. We need more open discussions and we need to understand one another, I think. And let this be a lesson learned for myself, maybe for zero. You know, we have to... Um, we have to try to understand one another. That's how we fix this world that we're in, you know? Um, so um, thank you, Lord, for, um, for this evening. I, you've, you've opened my eyes and in the ears, um, you know, that, that need to be heard. I just pray that they um, will hear this message tonight, Lord. Maybe this will change the heart of somebody. Maybe this will help wake somebody up. Maybe this will, you know, allow somebody to start prepping. Um, I don't know. I know that you have a plan, Lord. And again, I'm just your messenger, Lord. And I know that this is what you wanted tonight. And I just pray for all those who aren't awake yet, Lord. I pray that those lost sheep, that they will find their way to you soon, Lord. Um, you know, fear is a liar. We know that. And many of us don't fear because we know that we're going to someplace better. But in our hearts, we know that there are still so many who are lost, and we pray that they do find their way to you, Lord. We pray that um, you just be with us and give us the courage and the discernment and the knowledge to, to speak on what you need us to speak, Lord. We are your disciples. We are your messengers. And you know, every day we keep trying. We don't give up just like Jesus Christ died for us. You know, he sought out the sinners, and he died for us. We're all sinners, Lord. Um, and we just ask that you help all those who are struggling, Lord, you know, and I pray that if somebody is struggling or if they have questions that they can come on this show and they can call in and we can talk. You know, that's the whole purpose of this show. Um, and I just pray, Lord, that you help this world. You know, we are in uncertain times and we see things are changing. And um, we just ask that you be with all of us here tonight, Lord. In your son Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, thank you all so very much for joining us. I think this is going to cut off here in 
any any time <laughs> so um thank you all who stuck with us tonight and for those who will continue you know downloading and listening later um you know let truly just let this be a lesson learned for all of us that we can come to an agreement and you know we end in love and compassion and that's what this is all about so thank you all again so very much i love you all and god bless I'm sorry, but I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass, and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people, and so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie, they do not fulfill that promise, they never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! 